0: Hey there, welcome back to this week's episode of the Liberty Update with Jake and Bree. We have quite the array of topics we are covering in today's episode that are definitely not being reported in the mainstream media. And we also have a very exciting announcement pertaining to the Heritage Foundation and a brand new endorsement. So stay tuned for more on that. We will also be diving into the question, are universities distorting young Americans' views of America? Plus, Trump canceled Gaza funding and then Biden ramped it right back up to hundreds of millions of dollars. Finally, we will end with a story on Elon Musk calling out George Soros' hatred for humanity and his powerful influence in local politics. All that coming up today. Thank you for tuning in. We're heading straight into it.
1: This has definitely been an exciting week for Convention of States supporters. We have had a ton of exciting news, including something we have awaited for many years in the Convention of States organization. An official endorsement from Heritage Foundation President Kevin Roberts, along with the organization's full support for Convention of States On Wednesday of this week, Dr. Kevin Roberts, president of the Heritage Foundation, officially endorsed us, urging states and fellow conservatives to support the grassroots initiative and our mission to call the first ever Article 5 convention. This landmark announcement follows closely on the heels of the Heritage Foundation, which, by the way, is the nation's leading conservative think tank. Last week, they published a lengthy pro-COS memorandum in which they praised the grassroots movement and really advocated for convention of states, argued for the merit of our article 5 movement. So we're extremely excited for these announcements. Washington DC said Dr. Roberts is fundamentally broken and it's past time we look outside the swamp for answers. Providentially. The Founding Fathers wrote Article 5 into the U.S. Constitution as a backdrop to the tyrannical rule we see from the federal government today." End Pursuant to Article 5, 34 states are needed to convene a convention. To date, 19 states have officially joined the movement, with resolutions pending in several more. Roberts and Heritage's support is invaluable in these states, where we continue to champion our legislation. To an audience of lawmakers and if you're familiar with heritage if you're familiar with their white papers their legal memos they are hugely influential they are extremely respected as an organization and we couldn't be more pleased to have their endorsements we have a limited window of opportunity left to save our republic roberts cautioned i call on the states to pass the convention of states resolution which just might be our last best hope now if you're wondering about how we got to this place, earlier this year at a COS at-home webinar, Kevin Roberts revealed that his organization had come to a final opinion about Convention estates after careful review and consideration, teasing future collaboration between the two organizations may be possible. Quotes, he said, This is something that I know a lot, if not a vast majority of our grassroots activists have been interested in helping. They've been waiting for the Heritage Foundation to determine a clearer stance in the project, which we have done in just the last several weeks. Last week's legal memo from the Heritage Foundation, titled Reconsidering the Wisdom of an Article 5 Convention of the States by constitutional scholar John Malcolm, which I would highly recommend reading, it confirmed that the respected organization had decided in favor of COS Quoting at length from Theodore Roosevelt's famous man in the arena speech, Malcolm closed his paper with the powerful injunction. He said, quote, the organizers of the Convention of States movement embody this spirit. Perhaps the rest of us should, too. We could not be more thrilled to have these powerful words from Heritage Foundation, powerful words from Dr. Roberts, and we would invite you to join us in and calling an Article 5 convention, you can go to conventionofstates.com today. Join the Heritage Foundation and Kevin Roberts in support of this constitutional movement to preserve our country. Go to conventionofstates.com and sign the petition.
0: Americans are worried about the impact universities and professors have on shaping the perception of America among the younger generations. The Harvard Undergraduate Palestine Solidarity Committee authored a letter that attributed responsibility for the ongoing violence to the Israeli government. This letter was originally co-signed by 33 other Harvard student organizations. Following that, protests have also occurred on several college campuses throughout the country, including New York University, Tulane University, the University of Pennsylvania, and Cooper Union in New York City, where a viral video showed Jewish students resorting to locking themselves inside a library as Palestinian protesters marched through the building. As college students protest on campuses across the nation, 37% of voters say that colleges have been too lenient in criticizing professors who support Hamas and attack Israel. And this is according to a new Scott Rasmussen National Survey conducted October 23rd to the 24th. Roughly 43% of voters express concerns about the teaching and culture prevalent in leading colleges and universities, perceiving it as promoting a negative view of America's core values. In contrast, about 32% believe that college education generally conveys a positive perspective, which is now the minority. Michael Ferris, who is a homeschool champion and co-founder of Convention of States, challenges this minority perception. He argues that aside from a few exceptional cases, most colleges and universities believe and teach that America's founding was illegitimate. Opinion polls are not how we decide if this is true or not, he said. Quote, my statement is objectively true and can be proven. I am just grateful that 43% of Americans have their eyes open and see the truth. I hope they send their kids and their money to those rare schools that uphold the legitimacy of our country, end quote. Ferris explained that those who hate America also hate israel he said we should not be surprised at the disgraceful anti-semitism on campuses because hatred toward israel comes from the same polluted well that teaches hatred toward the american founding interestingly enough the view of america's university system comes as the washington post reports that homeschooling is the fastest growing form of education in america Homeschooling was 45% higher in the 2022 to 2023 academic school year than in 2017 to 18. And the Washington Post's fear-stoking report warned that this largely unregulated form of schooling is no longer a fringe practice. Well, that's because the American people are disgusted by the results of public education indoctrination.
1: Over the past several decades, The United States has invested billions of taxpayer dollars into Gaza and the West Bank ostensibly to support Palestinian relief and provide humanitarian aid. Recent Hamas attacks originating from Gaza, we've all been following these attacks, and they've raised questions about the efficacy of this funding. Many now question whether these resources truly reached those in need or if they were simply redirected into the hands of the terrorists who have long controlled Gaza. A new report from Open the Books shows that since 2009, the U.S. government has allocated just under $4 billion in Palestinian aid, the bulk of which has come from the Barack Obama and Joe Biden administrations. Biden alone has already sent $1 billion into the terrorist-infected enclave between Israel Egypt in the Mediterranean Sea. His latest fiscal year 2024 budget request calls for millions more. On average, President Obama poured $348 million in aid into Gaza and the West Bank every year of his presidency. In 2017, when Trump took office, the administration sent just under $360 million. However, the new president quickly altered course, disturbed by rumors of quote, the diversion of U.S. taxpayer dollars into Hamas and other dangerous Palestinian groups in Gaza. Trump ordered an investigation into how U.S. dollars in the region were being spent. We have undertaken a review of U.S. assistance in the West Bank and Gaza to ensure these funds are spent in accordance with U.S. national interests and provide value to the U.S. taxpayer, a State Department official announced at the time. Based on the findings of the report, Trump slashed funding by roughly $200 million in 2018. And by 2019, USAID to the region had fallen to zero, a 71 year low that Trump kept up for the remainder of his presidency. When Biden took office, he quickly reversed that trend and ramped annual funding back up to over $300 million, brushing aside credible concerns that such funding might be used to sponsor terrorist activity this is not just speculation on twitter there are reports that reveal that money that has gone into gaza historically has been siphoned by terrorists the state department at the time that biden increased spending into gaza issued this warning quotes we assess there is a high risk hamas could potentially derive indirect unintentional benefit from U.S. assistance to Gaza. Even Secretary of State Antony Blinken confessed, quote, There are no guarantees that this assistance reaches the people who need it the most. Even as President Biden and the Department of Defense have committed, quote, overwhelming support to Israel, the U.S. must also consider whether we are inadvertently funding both sides of the war by haphazardly allowing taxpayer dollars to trickle into the hands of our enemies.
0: During an episode this week of the Joe Rogan Experience, Elon Musk argued that George Soros channels his financial resources into district attorney positions because of the significant power and influence that local elections hold. Soros is a top left-wing donor whose associations are avidly against Convention of States. Famously, he made his wealth by shorting the British pound and Elon Musk says that he has a skill for spotting the value of money where other people don't see it. Which is why he also spots the potential in influencing local races by investing money Similar to a pyramid structure, a presidential race holds the least amount of value for one's money, followed by Congress. Once you get to the city and state district attorneys, you find extremely valuable outcomes for your money. Convention of States grassroots see the value in local politics as well. However, our intentions are far from that of George Soros's allies. Musk highlighted that changing how laws are enforced can be just as effective as changing the laws themselves. In Elon Musk's opinion, George Soros fundamentally hates humanity because he's eroding the fabric of civilization by pushing district attorneys who refuse to prosecute crime. Listen to what he had to say.
2: So uh, one of the things he noticed was that that, that the value for money in local races is much higher than it is in national races. So the lowest value for money is a presidential race. Then next lowest value for money is a Senate race, then a Congress. and then. But once you get to sort of city and state district attorneys, um, the value for money is extremely good. And uh, Soros realized that you don't actually need to change the laws, you just need to change how they're enforced. If nobody chooses to enforce the law or the laws are differentially enforced, it's life changing In my opinion, he fundamentally hates humanity. That's my opinion. Really? Yeah. I mean, well, he's doing things that erode the fabric of civilization. You know, uh, getting DAs elected who refuse to prosecute crime. That's part of the problem in San Francisco and L.A. and much of other cities. So why would you do that?
0: The fascinating interview further highlighted the responsibility of local politics. The people have much more power than they think and wealthy elitists like George Soros are eyeing this arena as an opportunity to influence America's future from the ground up.
1: And that's a wrap on another episode of the Liberty Update. Thank you guys for tuning in. Remember to subscribe to the Convention of States podcast so you don't miss any of our daily shows from Monday through Friday. We have new shows dropping every day. And go to the Convention of States blog to read the full story behind many of the headlines we covered on today's show. Thank you guys, and we'll see you next week.